Hello, this is Gary Hutchins, minister with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that's important for the strength of our faith and the growth of our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. You know people in your life who need to grow in their faith, don't you? Probably some within your own family, in fact. Well, share these short studies with them all every day, every single one, through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith and come to God through Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a wonderful blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a wonderful blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about God's love for you and your response. Unfortunately, a whole lot of people, they recognize that they know, at least intellectually, maybe even emotionally, that God loves them but they have not responded in the meaningful ways that God wants them to respond to his love for them. And they, they don't really want to have to think about that because they know they come up short because they're living in sinful lifestyles. They're living in unfaithfulness before God, in disobedience to his teachings. And they don't want to think about that. That that's bothers their conscience. And so they try to push that all out of their head. Now, if you ask them, they'll say, I know God loves me. And if they would be honest, if you could press them a little further and they would, and they would be honest with you and open up with you, they, they would say, no, I, I have not responded to God's love in the way that I should and need to. But at the same time, most of them, if they were honest, would probably say, and, and I do not intend to, right now at least, and probably not for some time. Now, they might have a difficult time explaining that, But it comes down to sin in their life, and they're caught up in that sin, and they're not ready to let go of it, to give it up, to turn to God for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. God's love. He loves you. How have you responded to his love? Well, we've talked about that, and we've tried to make the texts of Scripture that talk about God's love for you and sending his son to the cross to die on your behalf. We've tried to make that personal. And so instead of just losing ourselves in the anonymity of God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I've tried to insert you in there, in those cases. God so loves you that he gave his only begotten son, John three sixteen. God demonstrates his own love toward you in that while you were still a sinner, Christ died for you. God has gone so far to demonstrate his love for you because he loves you so deeply. But he expects you to come to him in repentance and obedience through Jesus Christ. The Apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, God is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 
the but there is important. God expects you to respond to his love for you, demonstrated in sending Christ to the cross to die for the guilt of your sins, but also his love toward you demonstrated in his patience with you, still giving you time to come to repentance. But that word there, but, is transitional. But God expects you to repent. And the very next verse talks about the consequence of your not responding to God's love in repentance. Because the very next verse, verse 10 in 2 Peter chapter 3 says, but the day of the Lord will come. And it talks about this world is going to come to an end, burned up. The elements will melt with fervent heat. That'll be the final day of judgment. Jesus will come on that day in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who have not obeyed the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 and 8. Does that apply to you? Would that be the consequence for you? Because you have not yet responded to the Lord's invitation, to God's patience, to God's love for you and sacrificing his son on the cross for you? God sent his son to bring that message of salvation, the gospel message. As we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, that Christ came into this world as your Savior, died on that cross to bear the guilt of your sins, was buried in that tomb, and arose from that grave. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Demonstrating that he truly is the Son of God, that he truly is your Savior. Anybody could have claimed to be such by going to that cross and allowing themselves to be crucified and subsequently buried in a tomb. But God proved that Jesus is everything he says he said he is and that the scriptures portray him as being by raising him from the dead, raising him from that grave. The resurrection is the power of the gospel to a great extent, demonstrates that everything Jesus came saying he was here for was absolutely true and from God. God loves you that much. Again, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. It is the power of God to salvation to you if you will believe and obey. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning with verse 13, Paul wrote, we are, we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren beloved by the Lord. Remember God's love for you. Because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth to which he called you, he calls you by our gospel. That message of salvation that Jesus brought from the throne room in heaven to you. Yes, to all of humanity, but to you. 
for the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus, as he was ready to ascend back to heaven after his resurrection, he told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel, that gospel message of salvation that Jesus brought for you to learn and obey. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. Go into all the world, preach the gospel to you. We're doing that today. If you will believe and be baptized, you will be saved. That's God's love for you. How have you responded so far? In Colossians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, I'm sorry, verses 21 through 23, the Apostle Paul wrote this, And you, who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled, now, he's writing this to Christians. They had repented of their sins. They had been baptized into Christ for the remission of their sins so that the blood of, that he shed on the cross for them could cleanse them of the guilt of their sins. And it can cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. So you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death Jesus died on that cross for you to present you holy and blameless, in other words, forgiven of your sins and above reproach in his sight. Here's a big word again, transitional word, uh, or rather a conditional word. If, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature or all creation under heaven. We've taught you through this series of studies the gospel of Christ. God loves you so much that he sent Jesus into this world with that message of salvation through him. He died on that cross for you he was buried in that tomb for you. He arose from that grave to convince you that he is your Savior and to assure you that as you are baptized, buried, immersed in the waters of baptism, that the blood that he shed on the cross was for you, for your cleansing, so that you could be forgiven of your sins, reborn spiritually, made you saved, and you can be, look forward to eternal life with him in heaven. God's love for you. How have you responded? Let's pray. Father, help us to respond to your love for us in love for you, in obedience, repentance of our sins, surrender 
to you through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to be baptized. So the blood that he shed on the cross that you sent him to shed can cleanse us of the guilt of our sins. Please guide us in this, Father. Help us to love you properly, obediently. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.